everybody, and welcome to Laughing Liberally Milwaukee, the podcast. Brought to you by the Shepherd Express, I'm your host, Matthew Filipovich. Every episode, I'm going to bring on one of the regular comedians from Laughing Liberally Milwaukee, which, when we're not in a horrible, awful global pandemic, is a monthly live progressive political stand-up comedy show. We're going to discuss and joke about a news story, and then we'll talk a bit about comedy. I am so excited that our guest this week is the hysterical Jason Acevedo. Jason, thank you so much for being on the show again. Thank you for having me and for not making my last name Italian. We practiced that for three hours before we started. You know, this, so you know, that... I, I, I I strive to be minimally professional here. Um, so... and, and I appreciate that. The professionalism is showing. Seriously, three hours <laughs> exactly. is more than three minutes that every host gives me. But I mean, thank it, you. Really, that's all the time we have. Jason, it's been great having you. Um, so... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we ran out of room on our computer. Exactly. Um, so, Jason, all right, buddy. It's time on the show again to play What Horrible and Stupid Ass Thing Has Ron Johnson Said Now? Uh, Most people are aware (laughs) that daycare and childcare in the United States is really, really, really expensive because taking care of children is a really, really, really hard job. Democrats are currently proposing credits to help make daycare and childcare more affordable. So last week, Rojo was asked about that, and Rojo calmly replied, quote, I never really felt it was society's responsibility to take care of other people's children. End quote. All right, so here's the thing. If someone works a minimum wage job, 40 hours a week, 52 weeks a year, they would make $15,080 a year annually. The average cost of childcare yearly in Wisconsin is $12,597, leaving a whopping $2,483 a year for things like, I don't know, food or shelter. So Rojo, the Christian man that he is here, who, by the way, does not want to raise the minimum wage, is essentially saying that poor people should not not reproduce. Or maybe not. Maybe these kids just need to like read Ayn Rand for infants, pull themselves up by their booty straps, take the pacifier out of their mouths, put on their big boy pants and go get a job. Oh, but oh no, oh no, the nanny state has banned child labor. So I guess we need to get the kids nannies now. So a couple days later, Rojo doubled down. He doubled down on his I don't know, free-range children position, saying the following, quote, what, what, does does the federal government want to start indoctrinating our children even earlier? Yes, the horrible indoctrination of daycare. It is so wild. Jason, what is your take on all this? Um, I don't have kids. <laughs> <laughs> and that's our time, that's... everybody. <laughs> I, I, you know, I... I so I went to Catholic school all my life except for college. So I get indoctrination. Am I allowed to swear on you? Absolutely, go for it. Oh fuck! Finally, okay, <laughs> fucking great. Because uh, I fucking understand what it's like to you know question faith when you know I I remember in in my senior year I asked my choir teacher who was I I was the closest one to because uh, we didn't have priests. So, uh, lucky so, you. <laughs> no, seriously, like it was. Really, <laughs> he touched. He touched the keys and me in ways that I can't explain. It's not the spirit. Like he really had an impact on me. No, he's great. He's awesome. Um, you know, it's it's so easy to. I mean, that's what the system is, right? That's what the school system is. It builds uh, followers, not leaders. Mm-hmm. The leaders are the ones who are told to stay in line when all they want to do is be out of line. Because when they're out of line, they get to do their own thing. They get to draw the line, mm-hmm. right? So I get really mad when 
you know, kid is doing something and it's deviating from whatever the status quo is or whatever is the normal routine. And it's like, no, that should be celebrated yeah. because he made a choice to stand out, not for you, for himself. You know, he's saying I'm here and this is how I think, or this is how I approach the shit that I want to do or say or think. And, uh, I mean, I work with kids now, I kidnap them and they're all <laughs> white and uh, a lot of return, fuck Bitcoin, just need a couple of biddies. <laughs> and, uh, but no, I, I, I do work with white children <laughs> and I see how easy it is. Oh my God, I could profit so much. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I don't know what I would kidnap them for. That's not my, I'm the middle man. Like, I don't know what you're doing, but I can get them. <laughs> if you wait, if they're listening, I just became a substitute. Fuck me. Uh, but basically, no, really, when I, I still relate to kids, man, because I have that heart of a kid and I, I know what it's like to, you know, still, I, I, you know what? I know what it's still like to see or it's it's like to still see through the eyes uh, of a child, to see the world through the eyes of a child. And honestly, and I think you would agree with this, where comedy just doesn't work unless you do see through to a uh, to a degree to a certain degree through the eyes of a child yeah and it's even better because we're looking at like simple or maybe even complex problems uh that are presented to us through government or through the world or culture whatever it is but like we always look for something like an opportunity to find a silly solution to what also almost often looks like silly problems that we've made up for ourselves i mean yeah. first world problems there's that shit white people problems and all that stuff but like <laughs> you know the other day i was you know i just started smoking in july and barbecue and uh, i bought a smoker and then i also smoke the reefer uh, -huh. uh that's fun what a great way to start smoking weed have a shitty argument with your father and then find out he's been eating edibles the entire time <laughs> <laughs> uh, but but anyway it, it's i guess what i'm trying to say is that with kids and whatnot uh you know it's i it's so cliche but if you listen to kids instead of listening to hear what you want to hear you know then we get rid of the system that's been built to create followers mm -hmm. you know we want to hear individuals talk their shit and who's going to talk their shit the most it's kids because right. there's no motherfucking filter hear them don't tell them how it's been or how it was why read history if you're not going to learn from it why read history if or not know any of history and you're you know you're doomed to repeat it but i also tell kids all the time what's the point of reading history when we're too busy writing it baby yeah yeah we're living it right yeah uh, especially exactly. now it's super interesting times uh so jason buddy another aspect of the podcast is actually discussion of the art of comedy what i've been asking comics pretty much this whole time is sort of like we're kind of in a roller coaster of covid right like we have times where it calms down right now we're at sort of another peak of it right now how's comedy right. and covid been treating you like lately in the last say few months or so um you know i want to say that it's been uh treating me the same way it did before covid mm -hmm. um <laughs> which is such a narcissistic <laughs> thing to <laughs> like i i caught it too that's what the pandemic has done is i'm aware that I am an asshole and I've done lying to myself. And you know what? I, I think I have asshole moments. I'm an ass by <laughs> like just ge my genes, you know, mm -hmm. uh, there's a lot of ass in those too. But um, <laughs> in terms of comedy uh, throughout the pandemic, man, you know, it's the same spirit from when I started. I was talking about this with a friend. I started stand up at 16. I'm 28. So that means 
when I started college, I was two years into comedy. And I thought how, yeah, it's been a decade since I graduated from college. But what what's crazy is that that same essence, that same kid is there where it's just like, create your own opportunities. Stop waiting for other people to validate you when you can do that for yourself. And I think now 10 years later, you know, it's real life shit where, where you take that and it evolves into something else where it's like, you go from, you know, uh, create your own, create your own opportunities, validate yourself to, you don't need someone to forgive. You don't need someone for closure. It becomes like life type shit like that. Mm -hmm. And I think in the last year or so, it's been this like transformative. I don't want to say like metamorphosis Kafka type shit, but like, (laughs) I feel like maybe some dead skin has been shedding off where I'm more aware of who I am and who I want to become. And, uh, like I, you know, I can say this now, I can't say the name of the, the, the venue that I want to do the set cause we're still in talks, but I'm going to debut, uh, my world or <laughs> my world. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I will debut my world. Uh, it, we're aiming for August, September, October, some, some, some around there, uh, that time, but basically it's a, my, my one man show debut and it's, uh, the working title right now is a uh, little blue. And, uh, I mean, I think that's, I think that's what we're going to keep it as, uh, cause that's what they used to call me when I was a kid and my dad and his coworkers primarily, um, or I should also say coworkers. I was working at that age. Um, yeah, I was a bus boy, uh, <laughs> but basically, uh, I had to take the bus and boy, was that a bitch? Uh, no, but it's for real. It's one of those things where, you know, it's, it's based on, um, a letter that I wrote to my five-year-old self. And, uh, it's just telling that kid that we're here now this is gonna happen but we're not done playing yet the 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 journey is not over the destination will most likely change but what what should never change is how vast your imagination is how vast and how 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 on fire is that level or that drive for creation to create um and 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 to remember that when you do things that they do have impact they do have influence but what matters most is that it did it matter to you? Did it have influence over you? Mm-hmm. You know, are you creating something that's going to fulfill you, or or is, is are you are you creating something because it's meaningful for you? Right. You know, yeah. at this point, it's like I don't need the fucking crowd. I just, I just want to play. Yeah, and I think that's uh, that's that's really what this process that I've been enraptured in has brought out of me and uh, listening to lots of Bob Dylan, smoking a lot of weed and uh, <laughs> jerking off less, which is good. Hmm. You know, Cause <laughs> I, I think I was too busy like fucking myself and now I'm over here just on my own dick. So like, I'm not <laughs> fucking myself, but I'm like on it and I, I'm not going to get off it. What a weird introspective fucking God damn. I, yeah. I'm fucking myself, I guess right now, but yeah, that's, that's that. Right. Well, so, uh, <laughs> speaking of uh, fucking yourself, I don't know. <laughs> that's not even a second. Where, where can people find yeah, you? you? Tips, where can people, where can people find you on social media and on the interweb? So they can know to sign up for you on social media. So they can know when August comes around to, to check out your show. Yeah, so uh, you can visit my Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. All they're all the same. Jason Avocado. That's J A Y S O N. And then I almost lost a job because of this because my email has the word avocado in it, and someone spelled it A V A C A D A. And I was like avocada, and I was like, bruh, like you know, you could have just copied and pasted my fucking email. 
<laughs> and then it's jasonavocado.com and there's an A in guacamole, but there's also an A in avocado. It's towards the end. But <laughs> please, please, you know, if you want to come play with me, if you want to have a good time, if you want to remember what it was like to be a kid and just play and not have opinions and just fucking play, yeah. then come play with me uh, towards the end of the year and we'll, uh, we'll have it, some fun. Yeah, it's exciting, man. Uh, looking forward to it. So thanks for what you're doing and thanks for being on the show again. Thank you. All right, everybody. I want to thank you so much for listening to episode 40 of Laughing Liberally Milwaukee. We have new episodes with a new comedian on the first and third Wednesday of every month. Please subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts. You can find out more at laughingliberallymke.com. Until next time, take care of yourselves, take care of each other, and we'll see you at the next Laughing Liberally Milwaukee.